Look deeper into what you think you see. Feel for what you think you hear. Break free from the chains of an illusion. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Some of you people don't know how to use your brains and it's sad. It really is sad. Imagine working a nine to five and coming home from work, checking the phone for the day, and then complaining about a fucking name of an app. Some of y'all are retarded as fuck. A long time ago, people used to make sense and think with their brains, but now people act retarded. I may offend you with that of what I have to say, but I don't really care. To move forward in our lifeline, you must not be afraid. To move forward in this life, you must be brave. You must be a juggernaut, a force to be reckoned with. Brandish that sword that only some of us hold. And just to be fair, we need more. But a lot are afraid. They're afraid to hear the truth. They're afraid to remove the blindfold that blinds them to their binder. Afraid of the pain so they became silenced. The afraid are the weak, which means we must be strong. We've been pushed to the limit because no one listened. We will bear the nuisance they brought before us. The evil there just wants to kill us. We tried to stop it before, but we must now. Lo and behold, the bullies begin to pounce. They'll always show up before announced. They defamed us and shamed us in front of the whole world. There's no need to walk around with our head down and wear a frown. Do something about it and do it now. We all deserve to be happy, so let us all be free. Their knives will dull eventually. So stand tall, be proud, and challenge them all. We will let God guide us on a path where the enemy won't be. God will shine a light in our darkness, so nocturnally we will see. He will build a wall behind the enemy so they can't flee. They picked a war with us, there's something they need. To be forced is something that shouldn't be. It's against our rights that they took away indeed. We are no longer free. Take a look at the deep end, but with warning it's steep. Everything's in front of you, you will see the same as me. Don't say I didn't warn you, it's ugly and we're in knee deep. As always, the shit comes out stinking, but even shit can be wiped clean. As the slate becomes bare, fill the cracks that's in between. When we build a future, nothing will soak through the scene. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. realism. Us here at The Realist Juggernaut do not condone the use of violence by whatsoever means, by any means, by anyone or anybody. What we are simply stating is, do something way before it gets to that. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show.
Oh my god. <laughs> the craziest shit that goes on in this world, I swear. I don't I don't see it changing. <laughs> I just don't. It's kinda mind-boggling if you ask me. They're going to do it again. Trust me. They're going to at least give it one hell of a good try. Lock us down again. <laughs> what a joke. You know what? I don't really give a crap anymore. I say whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Trust that. Send that through. Thanks. want to let y'all know that tony john's not going to be on this episode he's got a lot of health issues going on right now so we all wish him the best welcome to the realist juggernaut i'm your host john neff always remember there's a powerful force in realism where being real is always important there are too many fake people in this world and they will lie to you and i mean lie to you to get what they want so be a juggernaut. Welcome everybody to this edition of the Realist Juggernaut. Um, just want to put it out there that uh, you know we have a lot going on. Um, I mean, even for the past month, it's just been kind of crazy. But uh, you know, yeah, like I was saying a few minutes ago, that you know Tony John has, you know, he's he's ill a lot of issues going on with his asthma and everything else so they're trying to figure that out um so you know my prayers and i hope y'all prayers goes to him to so he can get better and get back here so we can you know do our thing um we are gonna still continue our journey with revelations and the end times we are still going to do that 
um but you know tony's a part of that so you know i'm not going to move forward with that on my own but i do got some corrections that i have to make um as you know regarding the last show we did um there is a correction that i have to make as far as what i said about trump and jerusalem now just so everybody understands trump recognized jerusalem as the capital of israel which i believe because he did that um they will probably try to you know rebuild the temple um that's what i meant to say and uh you know that in itself was a prophecy as well so with that said that correction is completed so there you go anyways moving on moving forward um we have a lot going on now and what i was stating a few minutes earlier too is the fact that they want to lock us down again or they're going to try one or two so let's hope to god that you guys don't allow that we can't we can't afford to do that again <laughs> that's the bottom line um these people are very delusional <laughs> um you know it's just it's it's ongoing and it probably will forever be ongoing so you know in my opinion you know with the new variants of this virus i i, I think it's never ending um i think that they created something that they can't stop from growing I think that it's only going to get worse. Do I believe that it might eventually bring down humanity? It's possible. Okay. It is absolutely possible. It's something they're not going to tell you. It's something that they know about. And it's something that I think they have an antidote for for themselves. So if you wanted to control population, what is the best way to do it? You timely do it. You do it in a timely fashion. You do it, you know... You, you you take your time and you bring people down slowly. You just don't push everybody off the cliff all at once. So I think that's what they're doing. I think that's their intention. So, you know, they blame it on the first, you know, COVID that came out. And then, you know, as it mutates and mutates and mutates and mutates, it just gets worse and worse and worse. It doesn't weaken. It gets, it gets worse. So where most viruses, you know... Um, get weak or weaker okay so i think it i think this is opposite i think it gets stronger each time so that is how i think that they are going to control population I mean hell maybe that's not it i don't know but that's what it seems like then now all of a sudden they want to mask people again um and how about those maui fires you know what i'm saying that they they you know depopulated that place you can't tell me that it wasn't purposely done because it sure to hell was why wouldn't you shut the electricity off why wouldn't you sound the alarms why wouldn't you notify people why would you lock people in there? Lock streets off. Like, come on now. 
they're doing something and you know they're going to continue to do it unless everybody starts stepping up people need to start stepping up to the plate and start realizing what's really going on because it's not going to get any better it's only going to get worse so with that said i mean what is there really what, what can we do about it you know But one thing's for sure, we got to do something. We can't allow this to continue. Because if it continues, it's going to be really, really bad. Now, I'm not no scientist or anything like that. So I can't verify if, you know, this virus is going to continue to get worse and worse and worse. But it's adding up to that doesn't take a genius to figure that out um variant after variant you know what i'm saying it seems to get worse and worse and worse what if they created something that can actually get so bad that it wipes all of us out you see what i'm saying but one thing's for sure they don't ever create these things without some sort of antidote they got an antidote for this there's no question to it I believe they do because they would want to protect themselves from it they'll let it take out whoever they want to take out but they want to protect themselves one way or the other there's an antidote to this from my understanding they don't come out these things without an antidote so i could be wrong but i don't think so i i really don't think so so, but what I do know is that they're up to something and it's not good. So, you know, I guess we wait and find out. Not to rain on anybody's parade, but they're brainwashing people. You know, you may not realize it, but they are brainwashing people in some sort by some sort of way somehow some way they are because these people that i run into that talk to me about certain things and i sit there and i i, I sit there and i scratch the top of my head i'm like what what the hell is this person thinking where this person getting their information i have no idea but regardless they are thinking way completely different um they don't see what's going on. They don't see what's going on behind the scenes. They're not thinking outside of the box. I can assure you that. And it's not just one or the other. It's a lot of people. So I don't know if they're doing it through fear or what, but somehow, some way, these people are just stuck there. They can't wake up for shit. So they continue to stay woke, unfortunately. Um, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain myself any better than that. And the people who, you know, are awake and understand what's going on and are trying to push back are being ignored and, you know, discounted and, you know, disqualified to say anything. 
In fact, people like me or people like you are considered to be crazy. That's what they consider us. We're crazy people. So I guess I'd rather be the crazy one because, you know, I'll be able to protect myself and my family at least. And so we use. But you got to wake up to the fact that there's something else going on here. It's huge. Whatever it is, it's huge. I feel it. I don't know. There's just something really big, much bigger than what we, we can really understand that's going on. You understand? So, you know, but I believe that it's something really bad. You know what I mean? It just seems like there's something much more bigger. And uh, I don't know how to put my finger on it. I can't. You know, besides the depopulation and, and them trying to have a great reset and bring in a digital dollar. There's something more going on here than, than meets the eye. So, I don't know. You know, I, I fear the worst. I definitely don't fear the best. I want the best to happen. I want us to get through this and, and you know, try to fix it and, you know, gain something good out of it but there's not there's uh, i assure you there's nothing good about what's going on right now and uh you know they, they they talk about this global warming and shit like that and i'm telling you there's no such thing as global warming i mean you know there might be some warmth of the planet from you know you know manufacturing things and things like that that is a possibility but to destroy the planet no no there's not enough of that um, this planet has been here for billions of years. There's no way that what we're doing is going to kill this planet. In fact, I think it would be quite the opposite if we were trying to kill it. I think the planet would fight back and kill us. Think about how many storms this planet has. But see, when the storm do storms does happen, they blame it on climate change. So you can't win. You see what I'm saying? You can't win. Um, but I do know something sinister is happening, and, you know, we're going down the rabbit hole with it. So, I don't know what to say. I just keep watching people fall for it, and uh, keep going with it, as if it's an everyday thing that they're normally used to. I'm telling you, there's something abnormal going on. I'm, you know, I'm almost 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? And I've never seen things like this in my life. Like the change in people, the attitudes. People are way more ignorant now than they ever have been. Especially driving. You see what I'm saying? How many times I get tailgated in a day and, uh, you know, honked at and people giving me the middle finger because I'm doing the speed limit. We're a land of laws and you have to follow the speed limit. There is no question to that. So I don't know what these people don't understand, but a lot of these people are running around lawless. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I've been snuffed at a lot. You know, the big fuck you, you know what I mean? The big middle finger coming up in my windshield or something because I'm doing the speed limit. Bro.
I'm a professional driver. And let me tell you something. The way you guys drive, you drive like shit. You're gonna fucking kill somebody one day. But nobody cares. So, but hey, what do I know? You know, how about these jobs that are out there um, with no workers? You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people that are working today get some sort of help through the system. And guess what? They're getting really good help because a lot of them don't want to work. A lot of people don't want to work. Why? Because they got their food stamps that back them up for food. So if they got enough for their bills, they can call off the next day. This is happening a lot in the healthcare system. The healthcare system is absolutely falling apart. The care for people is falling apart. The only people that care for people is people with good hearts. And a lot of these people that are working in the healthcare system now don't have a heart. They're only there for the money. If that. Because a lot of them don't want to go to work. They, you know, if they're called in, they don't pick up the phone. Um, a lot of people in the healthcare system that are honestly working are struggling with this and working 70 to 80 hours a week and being stressed out all at the same time. So what the hell is going on? I mean, if you're not receiving any kind of assistance, then how are you making your money? Are you selling drugs illegally? What are you doing to make your money? How are you surviving? See, this is what I'm saying, though. There's a lot to worry about. If you're not working in the system, you're not going to pay back or put the money back that needs to be put back from the money you're taking from the system. You see what I'm saying? So you're not replacing what you're taking. So if that continues and continues on, guess what? The system eventually will go broke. It will collapse because it's not being replaced. And then when the system collapse, then we're going to have, you know, more riots because you're not getting your food stamps or you're not getting your money for your rent or whatever. And that's exactly what's going to happen. You need to work. You need to put yourself in the system and work. You need to pay your taxes. I don't agree with taxes, but we do got a country we got to run. So, you know, but regardless, you got to put back what you take. Because it's going to collapse. It can't, it can't sustain where it's at it's not going to we're already trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt bottom line so i don't know with that said be right back the realist juggernaut there's a powerful force in realism
this joker. If I were the devil, if I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the... So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which are in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. The realest juggernauts. So, where's this country headed? I think it's getting flushed down the toilet. That's what I think. And I don't think anybody really cares. I don't think anybody really understands what they're really doing to destroy this beautiful place, the United States. Once you break this, you will never get it back. 
I just want you to understand that because you never will. You're going to get used. You're going to become slaves to the game. You're going to become slaves to the system. You think it's hard now to get what you need now? You think it's hard? Just wait until you collapse it. Wait till they collapse that dollar. Just see. COVID won't be your worries. Um, but it's happening. No matter what, it's happening. No matter what, it's it's going to do what it's going to do. And I don't think there's anything we're going to be able to do to stop it. If people don't turn around and start standing up for what they believe in. I mean, if you believe in being slaves, if you believe in not making any money, if you believe in the communist way, then hey, so be it. Enjoy it. Take it for what it is. But I don't want to live that way. I'm just telling you that right now. I've struggled enough throughout my lifetime. I don't want to struggle anymore. I don't want to struggle at the hands of anybody anymore. I'm tired of it. You know, when you go to go fill up your gas tank on your car and you're you're pumping in, you know, $100 just to fill up your tank, bro, <laughs> come on. Let's get real. You know what I mean? Who the hell wants to spend that on fuel? And I most certainly don't want a motherfucking battery car. You know, it's all good. Different technologies, nice, you know. It's nice to be able to get into uh, an electric vehicle and go down the road. But I can never, ever, ever depend on an electric vehicle. Listen, I put together computers. I could build them sufficiently, efficiently, whatever. You understand? But they fail. Okay? What do you got running in those cars? Computers, they fail. Batteries fail. So until there's a, you know, a super proof that nothing's going to happen with the electric car while you're driving it, then guess what? I'll buy it. I'll go with it. Otherwise, nothing, in my opinion, will ever be superproof. Everything breaks down. Think about this. You know, you think about, like, you get these small cars, they have hatchbacks, okay? And when you open up the hatchback so many times, open and shut, open and shut, open and shut. And then you end up with shorts, well, in the car, okay? Well, because the hatchback opens and shuts, most of your, sh your shorts are, are in that hatchback somewhere. At the top, running through your roof. You can't have that happen in an electric vehicle. You can't have a short. You know what's going to happen if that happens? It'll fucking flip or something. It'll freeze up on you. Something will happen. Now, I don't know if they slow down or whatever when something happens. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't own one, so I couldn't tell you. But I do know that, you know, engineer. I do know the engineering of them. And I'm telling you now, these things can happen. Batteries can explode. 
You end up with a short the wrong way that could heat up that battery and guess what? It could explode. You could be sitting on a ticking time bomb. But hey, what do I know, you know? You gotta use your head with these things. I mean, they're nice, you know? It's nice to say you can have one, but they're expensive too. So you're, you're you know, and they're not reliable in the cold. You know, if you li live north of the United States, like in Canada and, you know, here in New York and whatnot, you know how cold it gets here in the wintertime. And you know what batteries do when they get cold. They get weaker. They don't get stronger, they get weaker. So, you know, that destroys your, actually destroys your battery. You should know that now from the vehicle that you drive now, your gas-powered vehicle, the battery in it gets weaker in the winter. That's why a lot of people will heat them up. They'll, they'll plug them in and it keeps the battery up to par. But if you don't, depending on the cold, it can actually kill your battery. But that goes without saying. So can you rely on that electric vehicle to get you from point A to point B? No. Bottom line. That's it. Okay? So I would never, ever trade my gas vehicle for an EV. But... If you see how high the gas prices are, it's because they want you to switch over. There's a reason why them gas prices are high. Now, when Donald Trump was in office, the gas prices were at a decent price. They're not now. You gotta save at least $300 if you travel to work back and forth, you got to at least save $300 to fill up your tank to get through that week. But that goes without saying that. I don't care about that. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is most of your check is going to the government. It's not It's not going in your pocket where it should be. And then when you claim your taxes, you only get a quarter of that back. <laughs> Where's the win? You're losing constantly. So we're in a position now where we're going to lose more, a lot more. And it's not going to get any better. It's only going to get worse. Why? Because you keep putting these people in office or you keep letting them steal elections or whatever. You keep allowing this to happen, which is what's happening. It's being allowed. The courts are allowing it. They're not listening to nothing. So it's being allowed. There ain't nobody stepping up to the plate to lower the taxes. No, instead, it's completely opposite. Everyone's stepping up to the plate to raise them. So go figure. You know what I mean? But what are we going to do about it? You know, I don't, you know, you probably hear this a lot from a lot of other um talk show host but you know it's not something i really want to spend my time on i like talking about other things and things that are really really meaningful but this is meaningful to me right now at this point because you know even with the decent income that we bring in my household we are not making it that's a problem that's a huge fucking problem there's something wrong 
And for those of you who do not want to go to work, you ought to be ashamed of yourself because you are part of the problem. Oh boy, but you know, I try so hard to not try to repeat myself in my shows when it comes to this kind of stuff, but I'm angry about it. I am angry about it. And there are young people out here that are getting the wrong idea. They don't want to work. They think that money should be given to them for free. Which makes them part of the problem. Why? Because they have kids. And, you know, being that you have kids, you got to pay for them somehow, so they end up on welfare. So we, the taxpayer, ends up paying for them. Which is fine, but put back what you take. Work. Get a job. You know, I know I'm preaching to the choir about it, but what the hell? You know, enough is enough. When are people going to actually sit here and start saying this to these people? What are we doing? Everything's getting really expensive. The economy's getting worse. I go and I turn on the news, and on most of the stations I hear, the economy's doing great. It's better than it ever was. What? The fuck are you smoking? Because <laughs> it sure to hell is not. Shit. I remember $300 lasting at least two weeks. Unless you had a spending habit. But you can get by for two weeks on $300. Nowadays, you can't get by a day without th with $300. I mean, come on. You go to the store, you go to Walmart, you spend, you get maybe two or three bags, not even full. There's a hundred bucks. Gone. On some, you know, how about, you know, on some hamburgers, a box of 12 almost 20 bucks you get my point so that's my point it shouldn't be that high for some damn burgers I mean come on the price of everything is ridiculous my medications are the worst There are some medications I had to cut back on because of the price of them. Trulicity, my trulicity, what you know, the insurance would pay at least half of it. And it no longer does. 
my cost is almost $300 on top of my regular insulin prices, on top of my other medication. By the time I'm done paying for my insurance and, you know, for my for my regular medical and then paying for my prescription drug coverage and everything else, which don't cover shit. By the time I'm done, just that alone, that's not even the cost of the medication, almost 500 bucks. So come on, let's get it real about this. Then you add on the cost of your medication or co-pays or whatever at the doctor's office or hospital if you need to go. It's ridiculous. It's highway robbery. So you're not making nothing. You're not saving nothing. You're literally going broke. You can't save a damn dollar. So that's where I'm at because I'm tired of it happening. You know, how about, how about like when you're, you know, your credit cards, you see the difference in that? I know I have, I don't even like using them, but I'm forced to use them. I'm forced to use them because our pay that comes in goes on everything else. By the time we're done paying everything else, guess what? We're stuck using a credit card. You know, because what comes out of our paycheck is $500 in federal taxes, you know, $300, two to $300 in state taxes. Then you got your gasoline prices. Then you got your food prices. And then, you know, your your health insurance. And then your, medica your medication money that you got to spend. And then so on and so forth. You got nothing left. So you're forced to use the credit cards, which puts you in another bind. But this is what I'm saying. Something big is going on. Yeah, they want to collapse the dollar. We know that. We know they are trying the Great Reset. We already know that. They want to bring in a digital dollar. We know that too. But there's something much more bigger going on here. There's something way more sinister because it's all happening at once. So on top of them trying to create a race war at that, trying to pin everybody against each other, So it is what it is. And you know what? You know, I get frustrated. And that's why sometimes when I'm talking, I mess up because there's so much things that run through my head at the same time. And, and sometimes I run into my other sentences and I don't like doing that. But sometimes it happens because of that. I'm thinking about it. And then, it, you know, I have to get, you know concentrate on both what I'm thinking and, you know, what I'm saying. Because there's just so much. And this is the things I go through. At night, it's hard to sleep. Because I can't sit here and, you know, I, I, try to, I try to, you know, write things down sometimes. And 
I try to think about things that way or think about things in a different way. But guess what? In the end game, at nighttime when I try to sleep, it runs through my head. And my brain don't know when to shut up. So, it keeps me up. It's constant. Because trying to figure out whether or not you're going to make it through the week or not is ridiculous in itself because you shouldn't have to think about that and now you do more now than ever what's the gas price going to be like when i wake up am i going to have enough money to pay this bill next week how much do i got to put away to get my medication can i even get my medication You see, all this shit is starting to add up too much. And then to, you know, these assholes that are out there, the ones that are not working, the ones collecting their food stamps, the ones that stand in, the, in, 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 in Walmart that have the full grocery carts while you're sitting there trying to wonder, can I get these burgers or not while they're sitting on fucking five or six steaks in that goddamn thing? I would like to eat a big fat T-bone steak. Come on now. Share some. But that's my point though. The people that are hard working, the middle class, going to work every day honestly, stressing out, working 70 to 80 hours a week, getting robbed out of their taxes at that. There should be a tax break for those kind of people. How about that? You're working 78 hours a week? Shit, you should pay half the taxes. You're filling in for somebody else's ne negligence from not going to work. Nope, that don't happen. Guess what? They take your money. And you're stuck with that stress and you're stuck with that work. On top of administrators that sit there and come up with excuses to why they ain't got any employees. Are you kidding me? These people are far gone lazy, man. Lazy as hell. But it is what it is. What the fuck do I know? You know, I've worked my ass off my whole life. I've never seen laziness at this maximum level ever in my life. And I know it's only going to get worse. Because you got this generation that is not working and then their kids see that oh i can live that way too and guess what they don't work either so now you got even a bigger mess on your hands because once the middle class that's working now that go to work honestly work 80 hours a week and get stressed out and you know almost have heart at heart attacks by the end of the week by the time they're done 
once that generation actually dies out, you will have no more workers. What are you going to do? Rely on robots? Do you think a robot's going to resuscitate you when you have a heart attack? Come on now, give me a break. I'm being honest though. Use your head. But that's where we're at. That's where we stand. This whole thing is a freaking mess. A lot of you people out there are fucking lazy, bro. Like, or whatever. But you're lazy. You're not doing anything to help anybody out. And and then on top of that, when you go to work, you complain about it. You complain about what you got to do. Fuck, I used to scrub floors and wash dishes for fucking measly $4 an hour and something odd change. An hour. That would be like four something, almost $5 an hour, somewhere around there. When I started working. Come on. You got people now making to pour some coffee, 15 something dollars an hour to pour some coffee. And... You got people in the healthcare system wiping ass for that. But yet the person that's pouring your coffee don't give you what you want. And they're complaining while they're pouring that coffee about how hard their job is. And they don't want to be there. Really? Well, why don't you trade with the person that's wiping ass for the same amount you're getting paid? Because I'm sure that person would love to take your job from you. But that that is that goes on without saying, no matter what. And it's only going to get worse. And I try to be repetitive with what I say in certain subjects. But this subject I'm passionate about because it is getting worse. The 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 workforce is diminishing. Really, nobody wants to work, seriously. You know, but anyways, a um, few things, a few other things I need to talk about is that, uh, you know, I, I did an interview um, with a friend. His name is Frank. Believe it or not, Frank. Um, and he used to be a customer at InfoWars. Um and he's really pissed off and he reached out to me and wanted to do the interview because he wants Alex Jones to know that he feels like that he's being what do you call it compromised or somebody's trying to sabotage his company and I, I sort of agree with that um being the situation um that we talked about I kind of agree like maybe somebody's you know not uh putting the merchandise into the customer's bag and then delivering where it's supposed to get delivered. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're robbing it and putting it in their pocket so the customer's not getting everything that they ordered. So once it goes out for delivery, who's to really know? Okay. We think this is happening to a multitude of people, but can't prove it. So if there's anybody else out there that's having issues with Infowars with your products and whatnot, Feel free to reach out at us 
um, send me an email. I'd be glad to do an interview with you um, at the realist juggernaut at protonmail.com. That's the realist juggernaut at protonmail.com. So feel free to send an email letting us know if you're having the same issue so we can possibly set up an interview for you. And, uh, you know, you could put yourself out there to let Alex Jones know that there's something going on. Frank is coming forward. This guy, Frank, he's a $4,000 a year customer, you know, between three and 4,000. That's three or four figures a year that he loses out on money to help InfoWars get where they're going. But the communication isn't good with InfoWars. Um, no pun against Alex Jones. I want you to understand that. There is, we are not trying to make anything bad for you. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to warn you. We're trying to let you know that there's something really wrong. And you need to figure it out. You know, as much as I'd like to say, you know, yeah, you know, you shouldn't be in business for that because of that's happening. But I don't think Alex Jones knows what's going on. Um, I think he's being deceived by somebody in there and whatnot. So a full audit would be recommended um, as far as Frank is concerned. Um, you should do something because you can't keep losing customers that are three to four figures a year. My name is John Neff, and I'm your host on The Realist Juggernaut Show. Check us out, www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. From there, you can listen to our podcast, share our podcast. There are also other shows that you can listen to, like InfoWars with Alex Jones. Um, you can listen to Glenn Beck and the Glenn Beck Program. Um, there's Wendy Bell. There's Dinesh D'Souza. There's Cigar Dave. Also, there's a bunch of other information on our webpage that you may find useful. And we try to keep the page updated as much as we possibly can. So please, check us out at www.therealistjuggernaut.com. That's www.therealistjuggernaut.com. The Realist Juggernaut. There's a powerful force in realism. Realism. Today is June 7th, 2023, and I am on an interview here with Mr. Frank Birmingham, and he will restate his name as we're talking. Frank, please state your full name. Frank Birmingham. 
Frank, how do you enjoy InfoWars products? I think they're fantastic. I spend at least $3,000 every year on the InfoWars products, at least, and sometimes even more than that. I, I order every month. Great. I think they're the best products. Great, because I think so too. Now, obviously we want to still continue to support InfoWars, is this correct? That's correct. I do want to support them. Okay, now, um, in light of the past few things that have happened when you made your orders, please best describe the issue that you encountered with InfoWars and how you tried to contact them and whatnot. Well, Alex is, is a good heart, and I know he has the best intentions. That's why his products are the best products. But the problem is, is I feel that there's somebody inside the operation trying to sabotage because I ordered, for instance, my, my normal InfoWars order, order number 10048109970. I ordered three nitric boost, three mouthwash, two pack of the vitamin D gummies, two prebiotic fiber, and one bone broth. And in my package, the only thing I got was one nitric boost, so I'm missing two nitric boost, I got two of the three mouthwash, so I'm missing one mouthwash. And then a week later, I did get the vitamin D gummies, so I'm all set with those. But I'm still missing the two prebiotic fiber, one bone broth, and the two nitric boost. That's a lot of that's a lot of money in supplements. You know, I'm considering actually getting my nitric boost elsewhere at this point because they have uh, nitric oxide that you can get from other other locations. But I'd rather support Infowars at all costs. I agree. Um, they are the tip of the spear um, for the info war. Now, I heard that you had another issue with the coinage issue, like uh, the coins that he was selling. So you stated earlier when we were talking that you had already ordered three of them. Please explain your order. What happened with your order with that? Well, I'm a, I was a founding member. What I first did is I said, well, you know what? I'm going to be a founding member and I'm going to get every single coin he puts out because I want to have that memorabilia. And so I signed up with, with the Patriot Collectibles. I registered an account. So I have an account. They have my address. I actually have to log in to literally get the to literally put the orders in. So I log in, I have my account up, I get the first coin. It arrives at my house, no problem. The second coin arrives at my house, no problem when that came out. Third coin, I put that order in the, the day he announced it, the day Alex announces it, I go in and get that one. Arrives at my house, no problem. Then he comes out with the man in the arena coin. The day he comes out, I put that order in. And I'm tracking it on shop, okay? So the it's coming on shop, and you see it, it gets all the way up to the North Tonawanda Post Office from where they ship it from. Then all of a sudden it turns back and says return to sender. And then there's a note on the account on shop that says address not there. Well, that's funny. It made it across the entire country all the way to North Tonawanda in the city where I live. And then all of a sudden... Now they don't have my address after they get to my city, turn it around, send it back. So I'm sending Patriot Collectible email after email. They're not responding. They're not, they don't return a single email. It's been since September, okay? We're already into June. So we're talking nine months. I could have had a baby in the time that we were end up doing this. And I didn't, I had a cow because I wanted my man in the arena coin. Right. But, but the point is, is that 
Um, I then call InfoWars and InfoWars says to me, uh, well, we're not really affiliated with them. And I said to the lady, I said, well, can't you just tell Alex that people aren't getting their coins? Because if it's happening to me, maybe there's some type of, again, some sabotage set up in there. And, and I don't doubt that there is going to be some type of sabotage when you're dealing with purchasing InfoWars level products. Are you talking about that there could be sabotage within InfoWars itself? I think that that could be a possibility. And then there's, there's obviously the external sabotage at the post office level, the Department of Justice, the Department of Homeland Security. There's always going to be external sabotage with InfoWars. I think that's a given. But I think there's something deeper going on inside of the InfoWars machinery. And I think that that has to do more with their product side, not the coin. Perhaps maybe they aren't affiliated with the coin, but it is what it is, so. I got you. So how does that make you feel as a consumer of InfoWars? Well, (laughs) I mean, it's like, you have to write it off as a donation. And it's disappointing because I, I can afford to make donations to some level, But to get monthly products, I may have to stop getting the monthly products. And then I just, because I still need the products. And if I'm not getting them, then I just have to go someplace else that's actually going to deliver them. Now, in your opinion, you feel they should either, you know, send you a product that you're missing, or do you think that uh, they should at least compensate you with something else if they didn't really have the product or if it was sabotage well here's the thing is i would want the original products i sent them the email on my order number they ended up giving me uh women's socks was in the package as well when it arrived which i didn't order and i and it was too little it would be too little for my feet anyways and they were like some type of slip on women's socks and then uh wireless earbuds which which i didn't need anyways um I mean, I'm not in the market for earbuds right now. I got a pair, and I, I said, I did say in the email, hey, listen, I, I want to get you these products that appeared to have been sent to me in error. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know that InfoWars sold those products. Why did I, but I do remember hearing something about that they had um, gifts, small little gifts that they would give if you bought products during that time, I think. that th- This wasn't last month. No, I mean the follow. What was that last year? Yeah, that that was last year. That was when they were just throwing in like a cop or something like that. This this was weird. I didn't even know that they had earbuds. But but I'm pretty sure that they had some sort of gifts in them. But that's either here or there. At least they gave you something, whether women's socks or earbuds. Regardless of anything, what has happened is not good. And I agree. I've had a couple issues myself. Um, with orders, and I barely order anymore. So, oh, so it deterred you from ordering? Yes, it did. Okay. Um, one time, you know, it's at the time it took for them orders to get to me, and you know, and the other frustrating thing is, is like when they used to give like the the um the stickers and stuff. The stickers would come in all wrinkled up, crinkly. You couldn't even use them anyways. There's got to so, be someone that's whether they were the smaller, then. whether it was the smaller stickers or the bumper stickers, they were always come in all wrinkled up or whatnot. It was it was absolutely horrible. So, as far as your concerns for Infowars, where do you think, or what do you think, um, should happen? Well, I'm an auditor by trade, and I would do an internal audit of the internal controls 
from top to bottom of the whole place, and I would put accountability protocols in place. You can't, you can't run a business like this. Alex, if I hear him say it once, I hear him say it every single day. Only 1% of the customers are buying products. I think that there's a pretty good reason for that. You could get that up to 10% easily if you fulfilled your orders. You know, the, I guess the only people left buying products are the people that haven't yet been burned. Right. And I do believe that other people are in the same shoes that we are. They just have not come out yet with that. Um, so as far as an auditor, um, your level of expertise is how big? Well, it's vast. I've done all kinds of auditing from internal audits of psychiatric centers, which have to be extremely secure. Otherwise, you'll have patients sneaking out, so to speak. Um, all the way to, to the, the financial mechanisms in the, in the psychiatric centers, to tax enforcement in a different line of work. So uh, I've done all kinds of auditing, and I, I could do a full 100% audit from top to bottom, and I would recommend he does one. Not necessarily with me. I'm not, I'm not advertising myself. I'm saying that he needs to go to a, a good CPA firm. that might not even be good enough. Maybe somebody that just has a, an expertise in internal auditing because CPA firms are, are great for financial statements, but they might not have the, the staff. I know the CPA firm that I currently work at now, they would not know how to do the type of audits that I've done. 
So you got to find someone really familiar in the internal auditing world and have them do an internal control audit and figure out what's going on here. And why there's things coming up missing. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because you can't, you can't run a business like this. If this continues on the trajectory that it's on, he's going to be out of business in six months because there's not going to be anybody left buying the, the products. Right. Not that we don't want to support them. It's that we need the products, and if we have to look to find them elsewhere, we probably will. And not only that, we all pay an up price on the products as well to keep InfoWars running. So we do expect good customer service, correct? At a minimum. At a minimum. I at agree. least At least respond to the email. I've, I've sent the email back on May 10th. I haven't had a response yet. I agree. So we're, we're a month away, and I, there's not even an acknowledgement that they received my email. Other than the auto response, it says we received your email and we'll have a staff member contact you shortly. Well, besides the expertise advice that you just gave, um, is there anything else you would like to tell Alex? Oh, I tell him, you know, he put everything out there on the line for us and, and we love him to death and we pretty much, we owe everything that we have to him. I absolutely agree. Um, so I guess this absolutely confirms that there could be something going on with InfoWars, um, whether it be sabotage or, you know, self-negligence as far as the business goes. Um, otherwise, let's hope that we have a good future with InfoWars and let's hope that the tip of the spear doesn't remain sharp. It remains sharp yep. and not become dull. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's it could be fairly easy to flush out. You know, you really... I know the, the main business is in the news business, but at the same time, you know, Amazon makes its business just from selling products. And, you know, we could get... You could increase product sales, you know, across the board. You could start selling the products in, in all ways, shape, or form. You know, you, you, it doesn't necessarily have to have the InfoWars name on the actual product. You know, you could have a, a generic side line of InfoWars products sold in stores where they may not know that it's necessarily coming from InfoWars, so to speak. Correct. Because the products are top-notch. They absolutely are. And, you know, you really can't live without them. I mean, it's, it's cleaned out your systems. I mean, the DNA force, the X2. I mean... The caveman, I gotta have it every day. It's not caveman anymore, it's the ultimate bone broth, but it goes to show you how long we've been using the product, you know, since it came out with the original. And they've improved on the formula tenfold. Oh, yeah. They the, did. the caveman used to taste terrible. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, but it had the chaga mushroom and the, the, the 1,000 times chicken bone broth in there, and uh, now it tastes like Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's I, true. It, it, does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so now that we, you know, got this out in the open and whatnot, um, as far as InfoWars go, I'm, you know, I just want to let Alex know that I'm not out here to get you. We are out here to help you. And, you know, um, you know that 1% of people buying products, you can expand that uh, trifold. Um, Easily trifold. Exactly. And, and, and you know, it can it could be more beneficial to InfoWars um, when you actually find the right people to work with you. So with that said, Frank, I appreciate your time with us here. Um, and, you know, I know, you know, it's hard to put some of this stuff out because we have been, 
you know, on the Infowars side of things and always will be, um, regardless whether we, you know, continue to buy things or we don't. Um, we still will listen to Infowars and we still will keep them tip of the spear as far as we are concerned. Is that correct? You agree? Correct. Absolutely. All right, cool. And uh, also, um, now, you being a supporter of Infowars, before I close this out, what would you consider yourself um, as far as a donator? What would you consider yourself a year that you donate to Infowars? Well, actual cash that I, that I, where I'm not buying products. Whether cash and the products. Well, I just buy the products for the time being because, uh, you know, like I say, when I, when I don't receive a coin or something, I just write it off as a donation. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to. Got you. But what I'm asking is, is what would you consider that yearly? Well, that order alone, for instance, was $265. Okay, and you just take that and, and multiply that by 12. Okay, so you figure three, four figures a year? Uh, uh, let's see here, because sometimes I, I'll order twice a month, depending on what we have and the, the products that are that are available at that time. Because that's the other thing, it's it's tough with the, with the products there. Yeah, I'm gonna say about $3,500 a year I buy in product so probably so you, so it's correct to say you know about three to four year figures a year yeah correct. yeah okay good all right Frank thank you very much for coming on the realist juggernaut and telling your story and uh hopefully Alex hears what we were talking about tonight okay have a great night buddy you too You know, I've, I've given a lot of myself today and, you know, I put myself out there because I just need to. And, uh, you know, sometimes I really get frustrated with stuff and sometimes I have to, I have to explain myself and my frustrations. And, uh, and today I had to do that because, you know, there's just so much going on that, that people need to wake up more, you know, even Alex Jones. Even Glenn Beck. Even Cigar Dave. You know, we love you all, but just putting that out there. You know what I mean? Don't ignore the little guy. You know what I'm saying? Because the little guy is who makes you. Without the little guy, you're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. People who support you could drop you like a bad habit and your shit will fall the next day. People like me, I don't care because guess what? My shit won't fall because I don't, I don't ask for that much support from anybody. Will I ever need to one day? Who knows? Maybe I might, but that's besides the point. One thing's for sure though. 
I would never, ever ignore my, my customers. Never, ever. Under any circumstance. Under, no matter how busy I am, no matter how big this project gets, I will always make sure that I am on top of what I need to be. Because I don't want my shit falling in the ground. I would not want to see my customers getting screwed over or feel that they're getting screwed over. So where they sit there and say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not supporting that person no more. It's over. Like Frank did with InfoWars. He'll support the broadcast and he'll support your links. That's it. The money, you ain't never getting anymore. Very well spokenly said. By him himself. And probably other people. You you know, you sit there and say, you know, you're only getting 1% of donations or help. Well, guess what? That could be a really good reason why. Why don't you investigate your own organization and figure it out? Because I know one thing for sure. If I had anybody doing something like this to my to my customers, it'd be over for them. Really, really quickly. Without a blink of an eye. So do you. We will continue to support you. You got to remember, your links on my page, I pay for that page. I should be porting all about me on there, but I don't. Because I don't want to see you guys fail. Because if you guys fail, people like me fail. And that's exactly how you should be thinking about us. You fail, we fail. If we fail, you fail. Get it? So we have to stand together. Whether you like me, whether I don't like you, or whether you don't like me, or whether I like you, it don't matter. It don't make a fucking difference. You still got to stand up for each other. We're on the same page. And that's all that really fucking matters. So if you want something big and you want something to really get you out there and you want to be in the game, buddy. Let me tell you. Get back to the customers that's been screwed over because none of your people are calling these people back. There ain't no, hey, I'm going to send you that off. Sorry that this happened. There's none of that. It's, oh no, we fulfilled your order. It's been fulfilled. Bye, click. That's what it's been. Alex, that's what it's been. So, want you to understand that. Don't piss off too many people. Start getting back to your customers that really care. Because without them, you're nothing, dude. You're nothing. I don't care who you align yourself with. You're nothing if you lose the people that support you. And I'm not trying to be an asshole, but this shit's really happening. You need to check out your organization. I, I ex I'm expressing this to you so you don't fail. You may have a lot of good things going on right now. Great. And that's great for all of us. But you need to get back to your customers and start treating them like your customer. You need to get somebody that's going to apologize to the customers that's missing stuff and get, get them what they paid for. So, 
Anyways, with that said, we are done here. I'm done ranting. I'm done yelling. You know, hopefully the next show, Tony will be here. Hopefully we can get, you know, revelations out there and uh, talk more about the end times. So it is what it is. Nothing will stop us. We are going to do what we have to do. So with that said, you guys have a great night, great week, great month. God bless you all. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for everything. We love y'all. God bless.